This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 99.9 KISW Metal Shop. Backstage here with uh, Gojira frontman Joe Duplantier. Uh, we are excited. They're about to open for Metallica and Avenged Sevenfold. So epic. How you doing today, Joe? I'm doing great. Thank you. So, since you guys are opening with Metallica on the West and doing everything out here, yeah. we wanted to skip straight to the Metallica memories, man. Everybody's got something. They've been around forever. What's one, like, memory related to Metallica that, like, really got you hooked on that band? Or I, I assume you're probably pretty damn stoked to be opening up for Metallica, yeah? So, uh, tell us about one of your early Metallica memories. Uh, well, my, my first... Um encounter with Metallica was uh, with my cousin. I have an older cousin that was into metal and I wasn't. I was into jazz or rock. I was like 13 and I was listening to a lot of radios and I basically had a tape cassette and each time something would play that I would like record. record. (laughs) So I would miss the intros and stuff. So I would knew a lot of songs but never the intro of the song. Uh, So I I loved Michael Jackson and Prince and you know all the pop and fun and stuff. And my cousin was listening to a lot of metal but I didn't understand it at the time and to me it was just noise and so I would tell him like what is this noise you're listening to? It's not even music. He's like dude come here one time he's like okay sit down listen to this this not yeah and he he was playing stuff to me that he thought would uh introduce me to metal you know with soft intros and stuff and uh so he would play a lot of iron maiden even a little bit of the beastie boys you know they're heavy heavy stuff yeah Yeah. and uh and and then he played fade to black by metallica from uh, ride the lightning i'm like wow I like that. Play that again. Yeah. yeah. Play that again. Play the intro. And so I, I was starting to play guitar at the time. I was playing piano for a long time. And then I, st- I started to try to play the intro, and he showed me how to play it. And I, be- I became obsessed with this intro. And then the, solos that go- the-, the solo that goes on, the- on, the- on this clean intro. And then the rest, you know, little by little, I'm like, wait a second, this is not just noise, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And something clicked in me, I was 13, 14, and I was fucked for life, yeah. <laughs> you know? That's the quote of the year, right? Yes, Metallica did it to me. So yeah, Metallica for me is, was like um, a, a door to this, to this world, to this universe that, that metal is. Right. So because I started a little late, I mean, 14 is not old, but... You know, a lot of people are like, when I was eight, I was in Kill em All and, yeah. you know, Motorhead and that. No, when I was eight, I was listening to Madonna and Michael Jackson and Prince, you know? Sure. So all of a sudden, I became a metalhead. I'm like, oh, wait, what's going on? So I, I stopped playing piano and I started to play guitar. And that same, it was in, in the summer, we would hang out in the summer. That same year, went back to school. First day of school, like, who's playing guitar? Who's playing drums? Who's playing bass? And I put a band, I put a band together. That was like, immediately. Metallica did that to me. Like, I I heard Fade to Black. Next thing you know, I was in a band. 
that I created, and I I was writing songs. And now you're on tour with them. Yeah. And now I'm a wait. What? (laughs) Where am I? Am I on tour with Metallica right now? This is crazy, man. No, honestly, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, we're playing with Metallica today, and. No matter how tired I am, no matter how much I miss my family and I want to be home so bad because we tour so much these days. So it's becoming like this routine and stuff. But still, when, I, when we, we step on the stage, the Metallica stage, there's nothing else in the world, you know, like that I'd, I'd rather do at the moment, you know. Then if I could take a jet back home right after, that would be great. (laughs) But I can't do that. It's too expensive. Right on. Well, do you have, uh, I mean, obviously you mentioned playing on a Metallica stage and how how awesome that is. But, you know, we saw, we've seen you a bunch of times in the Northwest playing um, smaller clubs and and bigger clubs, but but the headlining sets. Do you have a different approach when you're playing to maybe an audience at a big show like this who's maybe never even heard of your band before? On that Metallica stage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. There's, uh, well, first of all, People here are here to see Metallica. They don't give a crap. 95% of the crowd doesn't care about the openers. They just sure. want to see Metallica. I don't blame them. It's normal. I, I would be the same, you know. But uh, so at first, it's an opportunity to, to, to grab new people. Right. Exactly. Um, so that's the first thing is that we're going to try to seduce them by playing stuff that are a little more mid-tempo. But basically, really, it doesn't change a lot from our headline sets because there's just like 20% of our entire catalog that we like to play live the rest is too I don't know challenging or hard to you know to make work on big stages Um, and then there's the the physical reality reality of a stadium some songs wouldn't work if you go too fast you know if you do like some grindcore and then fast double bass and stuff unless you're exactly in front of the speaker you're not going to understand ish if yeah. you're in, you know, at the we bottom of the stage. Exactly. So <laughs> we have to adapt a little bit also to that physical reality. And um, some songs just click and somehow the echo is not a problem anymore because it's, you know, it's, it's mid-tempo. It's, uh, I don't know how to say, there's more space between sure. notes, you know. Right. So, yeah, we, we kind of, uh, we kind of uh, adapt a little bit. Also, there's another thing is that we, we open and then Avenged Sevenfold uh, plays after us. Right. So for them, there's much more people. For us, people are still, you know, entering wow. and figuring it out, looking around, and, oh, yeah, there's a band playing. Oh, cool. <laughs> so by the time we finish the set, there's like twice the amount of people sure. than when we start. So we need to think about that, too. So a we welcome put, band. Exactly. So we, we, we are, it's, it's a challenge. Honestly, it's a challenge. And we try not to get carried away too much. Because we're just like a little appetizer for maybe a quarter of the crowd that's going to be there from Metallica. Yeah. So it's, you know, brings you back on, on the ground. Oh, fair enough. But there, you know there are going to be some people losing their ish for Gojira out there tonight, you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Correct. <laughs> I <Yeah>. hope. <laughs> so aside from Metallica, you guys have gotten to do a lot, a lot of, do a lot of touring, playing with a lot of bands. Is there a band on your bucket list checklist that would be a dream band for Gojira to play with that you haven't got to yet? Uh, yeah, we we uh, we'd love to tour with Meshuga. Maybe on some in some countries it would be a, a co-headline. Some countries we would headline, yeah. and some countries they would headline. So we we at a at a level now we could do a tour like a co-headline tour with Meshuga. That would be fantastic. Yeah. We're trying to make it happen with them. They become friends. We played festivals with them and stuff and one-offs and stuff. We've crossed paths many many times, yeah. and we're in touch. And you know, so we're we're trying to make that happen. 
It would be cool before we die to make it happen. You dropping teasers right now, Joe? You dropping teasers on us? No, 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 no. No, No, I'm being just honest. Like, we're just talking with him uh, regularly about that. But then we just kind of give up because it seems impossible. Our cycles are not synchronized. And um, Tool. I'd love to play with Tool. Oh, yeah. 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 I'd love to open for Tool just to be able to watch them every night. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, man. Well, you guys uh, just announced another uh, headlining tour, and this time it's with Code Orange. Code Orange, awesome band. We love them. Um, do you guys uh, handpick them? Uh, or is Code Orange a band that you're into these days? Yes, absolutely. We, um, uh, they're on the same record company. They're on Roadrunner. Yeah, yeah. So uh, first time we played with them, Dave Rath from Roadrunner, the A&R, that takes care of us, and Code Orange. So huge fans from, from the beginning. Like, they were nothing. Code Orange. And he was already a, a, a fan, yeah. and he wanted to sign them, sign them. He's pushing them. He's doing a great job on them. And so he convinced me, take them on tour. So I heard just one or two songs at the time, and I, I didn't, I wasn't sure. And then they released their album before we started to tour together, yeah. and I, I was, I was in awe. Yeah. You know, like oh my god, it's like the good old you know chaos AD vibe from the '90s <laughs> yeah. that they bring back, but with some hardcore vibe yeah. in it and some industrial too. Yes, and then we we met the the guys, and and I gotta say they're awesome. Yeah. You know, super Very down to earth, but also they they have that attitude. Um, they're hard workers hard workers but there's something else about them I don't know like it's, it's a sort of a, they don't give a fuck you know nice. we're here to destroy you know <laughs> and, and w- when they open for us they're like okay because you're a school but even then they know there's got to be some new ish you know and we're the new ish thank you for your support and it's like wow okay they're not scared to say yeah. you know things that could you know Ruffle some feathers. Yeah, yeah, it hurt a little bit, but I'm like, yeah, I love that yeah. actually. So first time, I'm like, dude, I love what you said. Oh, you love what I said. Oh, so you. I'm like, no, 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 it's awesome. It's cool, man. And so I love their attitude. And um, so the first tour we did with them went really, really good. So now we we try to bring them back as as much as possible. Cool. Yeah. Uh, are there like if we hit play on your music device, what would we hear? Like, what are you listening to right now? I know you guys are busy like all day, all the time. But yeah. anything on your radar that you want to let people know about or shout out or anything like that? No, I like I like electro music. I like a lot of different stuff these days. I, I like to go back to uh, James Blake. Okay, he's an English singer cool. that does a lot of uh, programming and he's singing. He's a real, real singer, amazing yeah. singer, and he has like a, this strange world. Uh, Love James Blake. Cool. I love Code Orange too. I love their album. Their right. album's amazing. Uh, Bron from Mastodon. Yeah. Bron from Mastodon uh, released an album with a like a three piece band, right. uh, Arc- Arcadia. Right. Yep. Um, love that too. Yeah. Um, I, after the interview, I'll be like, "Damn, I didn't <laughs> mention these guys." Well, you can call us up on the show. Okay. Okay. I'll <laughs> call you back. Phones, yeah. I'll call you later. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cool. Perfect. Awesome. Joe from Gojira, thank you so much. Anything you want to say to the Northwest audience before we let you go and take the stage with Metallica? Yeah, we're very excited to be here. We, we, we love touring America. Um, we're Europeans, and it's almost like a tradition for Americans to, to not like Europeans and Europeans to not like Americans. Like, we love Americans. We love Europeans. But that's bullish, man. I, I got to say, we, we, you know, both worlds, there's good in both worlds, yeah. and I, I'm having a blast. 
being born and raised in, in Europe, in France, and now I live in New York City since yeah. uh, seven years. I embrace both, you know, for all the good stuff that you yeah. find in the, And the northwest of the, of the United States is, is to me, a, a very attractive because, I don't know, there's something here with uh, Seattle, even Vancouver, yeah. Portland, you know, all this whole area. I, I just want to express my love for the people here and nature and uh, the, the scene, you know, the, the music scene there, awesome. um, you know, the grunge in yeah, Seattle and, uh, and all that. Love it. So I'm, I'm really happy to be here. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Joe Duplantier from Gojira. Thank you so much. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.